exciting stuff, exciting times. Of course, we all need a little sports in our life right now, and uh, I'm here to bring it to you, and that's what I'm going to be doing today. We're bringing in some more guest hosts, of course, um, which was a real fan favorite feature yesterday. Um, so yeah, exciting stuff, exciting stuff on the docket uh, for Breakfast with Brett today. So here we go. We left off yesterday. We were talking about picks um, 10 through 20, uh, 1 through 10. Today we're going to do 11 through 20. Um, so this should be real interesting. We're getting to the real meat of the draft here. Uh, which is exciting, something I'm looking forward to do. Um, you know, some teams that were competitive last year versus the teams in the top 10, which were just, uh, well, really, quite frankly, weren't competitive, and they weren't very good. <laughs> um, we got some teams coming up here that have multiple draft picks. Uh, we have the Super Bowl um, runner-up um, in this segment, so that's interesting. And, um, yeah, let's just get right down to it. Um, the first, you know, we'll start off, we ended yesterday, let's run through the real quick order. We had Cincinnati taking Joe Burrow, uh, the Redskins taking Chase Young, Detroit, again, no trades here, no trades, Detroit taking Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State, New York Giants taking Tristan Wolfs, um, offensive tackle from Iowa, Miami taking Tua Tagovailoa out of Ma- Alabama, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who just released some sick new unis, um, taking Justin Herbert, Carolina taking uh, just overall defensive player Isaiah Simmons. Arizona taking uh, tackle Jedrick Willis Jr. out of Alabama. Jacksonville taking Jerry Judy out of oh, ooh, Alabama. <laughs> and then um, the Cleveland Browns taking Mekhi Benton out of Louisville. So that brings us to our next pick, which is the New York Jets. Um, much like our last couple picks, it's all about building around the quarterback. Um, Sam Darnold has had shown some promise. Um, but he's also shown not enough, you know, not enough. So what what do we have in Sam Darnold? You know, what what can we uh, what can we do? You know, what can we do with him? And what we can do with him is surround him with more weapons. So that's why I think they're going to go with the receiver here. You got C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma, an absolutely talented playmaker. Someone comparing him to uh, a Michael Irvin type. You know, not a blazer, but just a playmaker and a good football player. Um, and that's what the Jets need right now. They've been in purgatory for a very long time, and they just need somebody who's, a, quite frankly, a good football player, somebody that can make things happen on the field and give, I mean, with the loss of Robbie Anderson in free agency, they don't really have any weapons. I mean, the top receiver in New York is Jamison Crowder, which, you know, he's a good second, third guy, but he's not your top guy. CeeDee Lamb is that top guy. He's a guy that can really help take Sam Darnold to the next level. Um, and so that's where I think New York Jet, the New York Jets go with the 11th pick. Now we're coming to the 12th pick here. We're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders. It even feels weird saying it off my tongue. Exciting to see uh, pro sports franchises uh, migrating towards Las Vegas. But again, still feels something feels wrong. Some, something feel, doesn't feel right about saying Las Vegas Raiders. Um, but, you know, we're like I said, we're bringing in special guests and... I got a good guy, good buddy of mine, uh, really connected in the Vegas sports scene. His name's Coach Hauser, um, a native, I believe, of North Las Vegas. So a, uh, a guy really in tune with the franchise, I believe a Raiders fan, no matter where they've been throughout. So we're going to bring him on to the program. Coach Hauser, Coach, uh, good to have you on. How are you doing today? Thank you um, for having me on the program, Brett. Real honor. Uh, real honor. But uh, you know, we've been Vegas gamblers, wild card. You know, 
Pacers are wild. Could go offense. Could go defense. It's really up in the air. Got two first-round picks. But, uh, you know, I think probably you're looking uh, quarterback here, either Jordan Love. It's early. I know. You're thinking Jordan Love or defense address the secondary. Donna Hall's big sieve. Uh, that secondary. But if I had to put my money on Gruden doing something crazy, I think it's a safe bet. Vegas, you take the safe bets, you get that money, you get out of there, you get in, you get out, cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, that's, that's what happens. Uh, yeah, thanks, Coach Hauser. I, I appreciate that opinion. Obviously, he's a big fan of gum. Of course, this show is sponsored by Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Keep it chewing. Um, but anyways, I you know, Coach Hauser, he could be right. You know, I think this could be a possibility where we see the fourth quarterback off the board with Jordan Love. I'm not going to go there. I think, again, that defense needs to be addressed. They've got Derek Carr, who... Who's serviceable? He's, he was the, almost the MVP two or three years ago. I believe it was three years, years ago before he broke his leg. He was having an MVP-type season. And I just, I'm just i just not ready to give up on him quite yet. He's got some weapons. Um, let's sure up that defense. Let's, let's you know, in a division with Patrick Mahomes, we need to focus on the defense because we're probably not going to outscore the Chiefs. So we need to hold them um, to keep it competitive. So that's where I'm going to go cornerback here. I'm going to go C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Uh, significant upgrade to their secondary. They really only have Trayvon Mullen back there. It was a nice second-round pick for him last year. Um, but I think this is the pick they're going to land on. He's a, he's a solid cornerback. He's going to start from day one, and, that, and that's what Vegas needs. Um, they don't need to go gambling too early. Wait till my 19th pick. Then things get interesting. Of course, now, like I said, we're talking about the, the runner-up to the Super Bowl, the San Francisco 49ers. They trade us uh, DeForest Buckner in the offseason to Indianapolis. and ended up getting a big uh, contract extension with them. So congratulations to him um, on securing the bag. Um, but the 49ers are trying to secure the bag with the 13th pick, and I think they have the possibility to do it. Really, to me, you lose a guy in the interior, and you need to replace him on the interior. And with the value of this pick, Derek Brown, defensive tackle, Auburn, you just can't turn it down. He's one of the top 10 players on the board. At number 13, I think you just choose the best player available. I think that's what John Lynch does. Um, Granted, he doesn't have second or third round or fourth round picks right now. So they could trade down. I could see the 49ers trading down this pick using leverage. But again, we're not projecting trades here in this mock draft. But Derek Brown, I think the value is just too significant to pass up here. He replaces the hole left by DeForest Buckner. Granted, um, you, you don't expect him to step in right away and fill that hole, but he, you know, he's going to cause some some chaos in the inside. Free up Joey Bosa, um, be right there next to Eric Armstead in the middle, um, and keep up that formidable front um, up north in San Francisco. Again, I mean, these these were guys were six minutes away from the Super Bowl. They just need talent, and he and he's the best talent left on the board. Now, moving on to the 14th pick, the Fighting Tom Brady's. That's right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, feels weird. It's going to be weird. I don't know if I'm the only one who's thinking this, but it's going to be weird seeing Brady in, in the red and in the gray and, and the orange and whatever their colors are nowadays. It's it's tough, but listen, much like the – the I see, I almost caught myself there – Freudian slip. Uh, I almost said the Oakland Raiders when it's really the Vegas Raiders. But much like the Las Vegas Raiders – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' offensive line was a sieve, full of holes, big holes, and uh, I think I think that's where they go here. Granted, I had some tackles coming off the board early. I had three tackles in the top ten. I think the fourth tackle comes off the board here. I'm going to go with Andrew Thomas. Guy was a five-star recruit out of high school. Uh, 
mentored well under Kirby Smart there, who's doing just a fantastic job with that program down in Athens. But I think he's going to come in. He's pro-ready. That's what Kirby does. He gets his guys pro-ready, much like Nick Saban over there in Alabama. But Andrew Thomas is going to be pro-ready. He's going to step in right away, start at either of the tackle positions. Uh, you know, he could be. He was a right tackle as a freshman um, at Georgia. He was the left tackle the past two years, under coming out as a junior. I think he's a great fit. Protect Brady. Protect your assets. you got plenty of weapons on the outside. A little too early for a running back, which I think they could address in round two. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Andrew Thomas. Uh, I think he's a great pick at number 14 for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, again, it's going to be interesting to see in, in that Brady and that Arians offense, which is, as we all know, a real you know drop back, seven steps, throw it deep, see what happens kind of offense. I mean, he fits uh, with, with – uh, Evans and Godwin there on the outside, but anyways, it'll be interesting. Now moving on to the 15th pick, uh, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos. That's right. Uh, a franchise that, you know, maybe maybe could be making some good things happen here soon. It looks like they may have gotten gotten it right with, um, with Drew Locke there in the second round. Last year drafted Dalton Risner, who came in from Kansas State and started off on the offensive line. Did lose Connor McGovern in the offseason, which could be uh, a bit of a hit to their offensive line. But I don't think they're going to go offensive line here. You know, I was thinking maybe a Caesar Ruiz, but I don't think he's going to come off the board quite this early. Um, I think they are going to. They're going to try to help Locke. I think they're going to go with wide receiver. Um, but I actually, you know, I think the guy who's better connected with the franchise is my good friend. We know him from last week, Todd Kuiper Berman Jr. Todd, uh, let's get you on the phone here. Um, what do you think Denver's going to do at fifteen? Hi, Brett. Thanks for having me back on the show. If people aren't listening to this program, they should be listening to it. Breakfast with Thank Brett, you. number Thank one you. mock draft uh, thing. Uh, Anyways, going back to it, looking at Denver at number 15, I think you got to go wide receiver. you got to build around your quarterback, Drew Locke. Now, they could also go offensive tackle. I think a lot of the good offensive tackles are already off the board, all the first-round tackles. Look for value for that in the second and third round for the Denver Broncos. But again, I'm thinking here you got to go wide receiver. you got to go speed to complement Gordon Sutton on the outside, complement Noah Fan. Both fantastic options. Get Drew Locke as many options as he possibly can. He's got Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon in the background. Look for this pick to be uh, 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 the, the wide receiver out of Alabama. Let's let's talk about Henry Ruggs, a real speedster. Uh, comp to Ty, mm. Tyree Kill, like the FC Wester. I think it's their answer to Tyree Kill, their answer to McCole Hardman out there in Kansas City. I think Denver is going to really thrive making this pick, an outstanding pick uh, uh, for for the Broncos. And again, thanks for having me on, Brett. Really a fantastic program. Mm. And uh, yeah, look for the Broncos to, to try to add weapons to Drew Locke's arsenal. Well, I couldn't have said it much better myself, Todd. Um, yeah, I think Henry Ruggs, is a, he's a perfect complement to what they have going on there in Denver. Um, I'm going to have to agree with Todd's analysis. Uh, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Henry Ruggs' speed. Um, I just think Drew Locke with all those weapons um, is going to put up a fight. I don't think he's going to beat Kansas City and the fight in Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I think, you know, they're giving themselves a shot, uh, which is what they need to do. L.A. might have finally found his quarterback moving on to the next pick the Atlanta Falcons and you know they addressed their offensive line two offensive line picks last year Chris Lidstrom um, out of Boston College looked like he was gonna be a real stud um, and the other fellow's name is, is slipping my mind right now but I think they're gonna go defense here they need they need help um, Dan Quinn seems to just be holding on to that job for dear life seems like he's on the hot seat every year um, and he's a defensive guy and he just can't seem to get that defense right 
So I think he's going to address the defense. I think he's going to stick with a guy from the SEC country. I think he's going to go with Kalevon Chiazon. That's an outside linebacker from LSU. Of course, the Falcons lost Vic Beasley Jr. in the offseason to the Tennessee Titans. Um, guy who had nine and a half sacks last year, decent season. Real up and down player though, not consistency. And again, and Chazon is is a guy who's who's getting drafted this high based on potential. Um, didn't have a real good sur- you know start to the season. Surged late in the year. I believe he had four and a half sacks over the last couple of games um, for LSU there on their way to the national championship. But I mean, there's there's m- multiple holes. I think you know they go edge rusher. I think he's the best value at this point on the board. Um, if C.J. Henderson is here, I think that's an interesting pick. If for some reason Derek Brown were to slip even farther down the board, maybe San Francisco doesn't take him. I think he's the obvious pick for the Falcons there. Um, but yeah, I think I think they have to address the defense again. Cornerback, uh, anywhere on the defensive line, really anywhere on the defense. It hasn't been a good defense for a very long time, even when they were making uh, the run to the uh, the Super Bowl, which they of course. Uh, tragically lost to the New England Patriots. Um, yeah, I, I just think you got to go defense here. Moving on to the next pick, we have the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, Jerry's world. Um, you know, I don't think they need to go offense. I don't think they do. Uh, but somebody, again, I'm going to bring back Todd here. Todd, uh, again, really well connected with the De- uh, Dallas franchise, good friends with Jerry. They go fishing quite regularly. Um and yeah, let's just hear what he has to say. Todd, what do you think Dallas is looking at at 17? Well, good to be back on the program again. I appreciate you letting me talk about Dallas Cowboys, America's no problem, no problem. team. Todd Kyber Berman Jr. here. Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about this right now. We're looking at America's team. They, they need the defense. The secondary was a weak spot last year. Something they need to address going forward. But I also think they could address uh, with the retirement of their center, Travis Frederick, due to a autoimmune disorder. Uh, you know, you, you could think they could go Caesar Ruiz here uh, out of Michigan. The center guard mm. combo can really play anywhere within the interior of the ball. offensive line. Uh, that's where I would go if I was Dallas. Secure that offensive line. Secure Dak's future. Secure Elliott's future. Dak is throwing well. Amari's doing well. You invested a lot of money in those three, those big three, the big triangles, I like to call them. The Bermuda Triangle of offense. You know, stuff gets lost in there. Balls get lost. They score touchdowns. That's what they do. Mm. Todd Kuyper, Berman mm. Jr. Anyways, look for them to go there. Either that or defense. I know you've been leaning defense. We had a little discussion off earlier. I, I know you're leaning defense with this pick, Brett, but I'm leaning offense. I'm going Caesar Ruiz. You might not see as much value as I do in that pick, but I see value. And, you know, if I see value, then the Cowboys should make that pick. I hope Jerry Jones is listening. It's a fantastic pick for them. Well, you know, uh, there there you go. There you have it, Todd. That'll be the last time we'll hear him on the program today. He sounds a little wound up, but um, you know, again, like Todd was saying, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking defense. I'm going Xavier McKinney, safety Alabama. Um, in the offseason, that defense has just taken too many hints. They've lost Byron Jones, Robert Quinn, Malik Collins, and Jeff Heath. That secondary is depleted. I mean, granted, they brought in HaHa Clinton Dix in the offseason. But he just, I, you know, Nick Saban gets his guys pro ready, and I think Xavier McKinney steps in. Either that strong safety slot coming in, you know, getting in the box a little bit every once in a while, stuffing the run while Clinton Dix is covering everything over top. Um, you know, I just think he's a good complement, both Alabama guys. And I think they make you know a formidable pair back there in the safeties. We've seen it work with the Minnesota Vikings, who had two top safeties last year. Your corners don't necessarily need to be great. Um, and I think that's what this draft pick allows them to do. It gives them a little bit more flexibility, I should say. Not flexibility, that's not a word. Flexibility in the secondary. 
Moving on to the 18th pick, we're going to the Miami Dolphins. And again, we just got to look value here. This is a pick they acquired um, from the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. Um, I believe it was like week two of the season um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got this pick from Pittsburgh, their second pick um, of the first round. I think they're going to go defense here. They went to it early. I think they go defense here. They've tried to sure it up a little bit uh, via free agency this offseason. Speaking of Byron Jones coming over from Dallas. Um, which I thought was a nice pickup at the cornerback position. But I think they addressed the interior of the defensive line here. Again, value. You know, at this point in the draft, you're just drafting value. And that's why I think they're going to go with Javon Kinlaw, uh, the defensive tackle out of South Carolina, a guy who came from the JUCO ranks into South Carolina, was a little underrated by the recruiting services. Um, he's not underrated anymore. He's about to, uh, you know, get a big payday here in Miami. Of course, no income tax, state income tax in Florida too, so that's a real... Boosted the old bank account. Um, but good for Kinlaw. Uh, he's probably the best player left on the board. Big guy, 6'5", about 320 pounds. Uh, can move on the inside, a disruptor on the inside, a good run stuffer. Um, and, you know, they have five picks in the first two rounds, so I think you just got to go value with those picks. You don't necessarily have to uh, try to fill positional needs. Just get the best players on the board and make it work. And I think Brian Flores can make it work. Honestly, he might have had my vote for Coach of the Year, if not runner-up to the Coach of the Year last year. Um, a really outstanding job of what he did there with the Dolphins. Um, you know, tempted to go wide receiver here, but it's a deep draft. Um, as far as wide receiver goes, you can get a running back in the second round. Offensive line maybe here, but I just don't see the value um, as much as Todd did, even with Cesar Ruiz. So, again, I'm going Javon Kinlaw with the 18th pick by the Miami Dolphins. Now it comes back to the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is a pick uh, still a part of the Khalil Mack trade um, from a while back. This is uh, the 19th pick by the Vegas Raiders. A lot of people are thinking quarterback here. I'm not. I, I, I think Derek Carr is at least suitable. I think you can look quarterback in the later rounds, maybe get a developmental prospect, see how Carr does this year, and if he doesn't do well, guess what? You're going to be drafting high, and you can get a top quarterback in next year's class. And guess who's sitting on the top of the board next year? That's right. you got Trevor Lawrence. you got Justin Fields, both guys that are projected probably to be top five picks. At this point, of course, you could have a Joe Burrow story. Uh, coming through. So, again, a lot of people are picking Jordan Love out of Utah State. I don't quite see it here. Um, maybe somebody tr- – I could see him coming off the board maybe anywhere between that 21 to uh, 32 range. Again, that's a little spoiler. Uh, you're not going to see Jordan Love come off the board here. Um, but, again, I, I think, you know, they're going to surround Carr with weapons and give him every opportunity to succeed. Um and so, you know, I'm going to bring in, you know, I, like I said earlier, Coach Hauser's real connected with the Raiders. Uh, Coach, where do you think the Raiders are going at 19? Hey, it's good to be back on the program. All right, Brett. You know, um, you know, I love the talk about base. You know, it's my, it's my hometown. Yeah, we know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm a gambler, you know. Wild card. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, a lot of options here for Vegas. But I think they, uh, you know, to trade Amari Cooper, they haven't had much. Yeah. As far as a receiving threat goes, yeah. we got a great running back, Jacobs Waller, solid guy, big guy, felt like a tree. Um, great story, and uh, Vegas gonna love this story. Vegas loves a good story. Um, you know, they just love a good, they love a good, uh, you know, second act. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I think they're go offense. I think they're go wide receiver. Oh. Uh, here, it's a very deep draft, uh, deeper than a you know a big old uh, you know hole in the ground. Yeah. That's that's much deeper than. And, uh, you know, and uh, I'm excited hole. to see what they do. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a receiver. Probably Justin Jefferson at this point, looking at your board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, 
Go Raiders. Coach Hauser, you know me too well. Um, that's exactly where I was going with my board. It was Justin Jefferson, a wide receiver out of LSU. I think he's a perfect fit uh, for that offense, for that West Coast offense, the Spider 2 Y banana. That's what Gruden does. And that's a, a, a great route for Jefferson. I think he just fits in well with the Vegas Raiders. So, again, Justin Jefferson going to Vegas there uh, with the 19th pick. And that brings us to our 20th pick. That's right. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the board again. This is a pick they acquired from the Los Angeles Rams and the Jalen Ramsey trade. Um, you know, a lot of teams with multiple picks here in the first round. It's it's a good draft, and there's a lot of talent in this draft. And, you know, people are trying to acquire picks. Draft picks are valuable. Low salaries. Um, don't really have to pay these guys for four years. Um, but anyways... Back to the 20th pick, uh, Jacksonville I had them picking offense earlier. I think they're going to go defense. I could be wrong. But, again, I'm going to bring in my Jacksonville aficionado. That's right. You met him yesterday, Boomer Wilkinson. Boomer, welcome back to the program. Where do you think Jacksonville is going to go at 20? Hey, Brett. Uh, sorry I called you Todd yesterday. It's, it's a real slip Oh, it's not a big deal. And, um, and judgment there. And I also apologize for... Uh, the weed whacker guy. I don't know if you can hear him in the background, but he, we can't. We can't. You're good. You're good right now. Anyway, Jacksonville defense. I mentioned earlier. You know, we we were we were a quarter away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's because we had a good defense. Yeah, that was the best you know? defense in the league. Uh, the thing about having a good defense is you need a good solid middle linebacker. You know, we still got we still got Miles Jack, who's solid. I guess he's a middle linebacker. We need a good off ball linebacker, and I think you got this wonderful player from LSU, Southern guy again, seeing him play on CBS all the time love seeing him love seeing him play, fantastic player and I'm talking about Patrick Queen I think he's he's a great linebacker, he's going to make a king out of this defense, you know no pun intended, no jokes, I know we were talking about Vegas and cards and everything earlier so I was just trying to make a card joke, but anyways as well as uh, you know, a real solid player look for him to thrive in the Jacksonville system Excited to see what he can do uh, for the team. Hope I, I hope you agree. And again, thanks for having me on. Uh, despite being the last person on every time, uh, it's really it's really quite an honor. <laughs> Boomer, it's an honor to have you on the show, my friend. Um, and and great analysis. I mean, he he obviously was paying attention. He knows my board, and that's exactly where I was going to go with the Jacksonville pick. Uh, Patrick Queen, a real solid linebacker, um, brings you know just brings a little edge, brings a little pop um, to that defense. Um, He's a run-and-hit kind of linebacker, great instincts, um, be all over the field, You know, decent in pass coverage, and I, and I really think he, he fits well with that Jacksonville defense. And that's where I'm going with the 20th pick. And that's, and that's my show, and that's Breakfast with Brett. Um, I hope you all have enjoyed. Uh, it's been great having you here. Guess what? We're coming back tomorrow, or, or we might come Thursday. Eh, tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, TBD, but with the rest of the picks. That'll be 21 through 32. Hope you can hang on. And we'll be bringing back my special guest. Again, this is uh, Breakfast with Brett, sponsored by Big League Chew. Keep on chewing. I'm your host, Brett Kohler. Have a great rest of the day, everybody.